Hello, everybody. My name is Bill Kiefer, and I want to welcome you to our podcast, Practical Wisdom from the Word of God. I believe the Bible is a book that God gave to us that's full of insights, wisdom, promises, and many other things that help us live daily life. So join me for the next few minutes as we look into the Word of God to find that practical wisdom we need today. Hey, welcome again. This is our second live podcast. My name is Bill Kiefer, and I want to just thank you for being interested enough to look into the Word of God with me today. We've been talking about uh, some things from John chapter uh, 16, verse 33, and let me read that verse again. It says, These things have I spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. Why should we have peace? Because the next thing he says is, In the world you will have tribulation. What a wonderful promise that none of us wants. In the world we will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Why can we be of good cheer? Because Jesus has overcome the world. I want to just remind you that our problem is not other people. Uh, Paul said that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but powers, principalities, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. Peter said we have an adversary, and his name is the devil, and he's out to uh, see who he may devour. That's an interesting way that Peter says that. He says he seeks whom, he walks about seeking whom he may devour. And I like to tell the devil, you may not devour me. Hallelujah. And so that's our adversary. That's what we're dealing with. And uh, that it's not a problem that we've done something wrong or God doesn't love us. Listen, if we've got some problems in our life that we need to correct, laziness, come on, if we're lazy, sometimes bad things happen. Don't read the book of Proverbs if you don't want to get convicted over things like that. If we have sin, we need to repent. But the, the fundamental thing that we need to remember is it's not a matter of the fact that we have Uh, things wrong. We need to correct those things that are wrong. But the problem is we live in the world. And so uh, he said, in the world, we will have tribulation. So we can be of good cheer because we know it's not an abnormal condition. That's what I'm trying to say to you today. And uh, but then he says, you can be of good cheer because I, Jesus, has over come the world. Hallelujah. Jesus already overcame the world, and he didn't need to overcome it for himself. Everything he did, he did for you and me. So Jesus overcame the world for you and for me. And so what does that mean to us? It means that Uh, The world is our problem. It's not, again, the devil is a problem. It's not all these other things, but Jesus has overcome the world. Well, let's see what the world is. Look at a couple of definitions. I told you last time that the world is the system that controls the earth. God still owns the earth. Hallelujah. He gave it to Adam on a lease, and he's going to get it back before too long, I believe. Uh, But at any rate, uh, God owns the earth, but the devil through his deception of man, has become the god of this world. So what is the world? There's a couple of definitions, I think, that uh, will help us. It says uh, that the world is the ungodly multitude, the whole mass of men alienated from God and therefore hostile to the cause of Christ. Now, these are biblical definitions, and we need to add the devil and spiritual death as our enemies. That's all part of that world system that's at work around us that's trying to take from us what God has for us. Now, uh, what I want, I want to point out that we're living in tough times. The apostles were living in tough times, and it was going to get tougher. Jesus was facing the toughest time of his life. These things are applicable to where we live now. The world is also the whole circle of earthly goods, endowments, riches, advantages, 
pleasures, etc., which although hollow and frail and fleeting, stir desire, seduced from God, and are obstacles to the cause of Christ. How many of you know those things are not going to help us? But that is exactly what Jesus overcame. He overcame all of that. When he was risen from the dead, he stood in the edge of all creation, and he said, all authority or power has been given unto me, both in heaven and on earth. He took care of it. We, we are uh, opposed by a defeated foe. Hallelujah. Overcome. Now, Jesus overcame the world. So let's look at that definition. To subdue, literally or figuratively. To conquer, to overcome, to prevail, to get the victory. In English, it means to get the better of, to surmount, overcome difficulties, overwhelm, to gain the superiority, to win. Hallelujah. Paul said, I am more than a conqueror through him who loves me. That term, more than a conqueror, means to win overwhelming victories. Hallelujah. I believe that Jesus won an overwhelming victory over the world. And uh, so that's great that he did it. But what about us? Let's look at the summary of this. The world in the context, in this context, is the combination of the people and the system that opposes Christ, His will, and His people, and that's what Jesus overcame. Now it's great that He He overcame it. It's great in the resurrection that He overcame it. You know, uh, Satan did some bad things against Him, but it didn't take glory to God. When you kill somebody and He don't stay dead, that's just that's just rude. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so Jesus uh, did not stay dead. The world. Uh, could not fully overcome him. That's great for him, but what about us? I want to look at another scripture today, and uh, that scripture is 1 John chapter 17. Some people call that little John, but 1 John chapter, not 17, excuse me, chapter 5, and we're going to look at verses 4 and 5, and we're going to find some things that tell us that Jesus' victory is not just for Jesus, but it's for us as well. He says, for whatever is born of God. Now listen, you may not be the greatest person in the world in your own mind anyway. Uh, there may be some things wrong in your life, but let me tell you what, you are more than a whatever. So you have to be included in whatever. He says, whatever is born of God comes overcomes the world. So Jesus overcame the world, but here we find that whatever's born of God, anything, and later on it goes on to say, whoever, anything, anyone who is born of God has that same victory in them that Jesus did. Jesus overcame the world, and I can overcome the world. So whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith, or the, uh, the King James says, even our faith. I like that even a little bit better. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. Notice that it doesn't say have, but has. I'm reading New King James Version, by the way. It, uh, whatever's overcome the world, uh, whatever's born of God has overcome the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. That's an interesting way to say it because most of us would say that the victory might be the healing we obtain by faith or the victory might be whatever our overcoming sin, for instance, that we obtain by faith or a blessing from God that we obtain by faith or our destiny that we obtain by faith. But John doesn't say it that way. He said, this is the victory. This is the victory you and I are looking for. This is the victory that Jesus gained. It is the fact that we have faith. I was meditating on this some time ago, and God began to deal with me about that statement. This is the victory. 
I'm, I'm fighting battles right now. You're fighting battles right now. There are people all over the world fighting battles right now. When are we going to get the victory? When we believe God. Jesus made a statement about prayer. He said, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe you receive and you shall have. Not when you get it. When you pray, believe you receive and you shall have. Uh, What does that mean to us? It means that we need to believe in our victory, believe that God is with us, believe that God is working in us right now before we see the result. Paul said in the midst of trial, I am more than a conqueror. I'm winning decisive victories because he could see something by faith. Hallelujah. I want you to know something today. You today, right now, have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world and he's transferred that to you. Hallelujah. And so uh, what is it that proves that? And here's the thing that really struck me as I was praying about this. God said, the thing that proves that you have faith in me or that you have that victory that Jesus obtained is the fact that you're still walking with the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you today, even though you've gone through trials, even though there have been pressures in your life, maybe there's sickness, maybe it's COVID or the economic issues, or maybe you're bothered with the political issues. I know I am, but even if we are Are you still believing in Jesus? Are you still walking with God? Are you still going to church? And if you're not, you need to get back to church. And uh, are you still trusting in him? Do you still believe that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of your life? I began to think about that, and I thought about all the people that I've pastored over the years and all the people that I meet now in my travels uh, in other countries where most of us who live in the United States, we can't imagine what those people deal with. Every day of their lives is just a different reality for them, for the most part, than it is for us. And I think about all those people. Many times we have meetings. We 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 speak to pastors and leaders of small churches. They've they've been struggling to get by. They've been struggling to build their church, but they're still there. Hallelujah! And I know that that is victory. They'll get to whatever God wants for them if they keep believing. I'll get to whatever God wants for me if I keep believing. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Oh, I'm feeling the anointing. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even the fact that we continue to believe in Jesus. I want you to know it doesn't matter what happens around you. Jesus is still Lord. It doesn't matter whether I see the result today or tomorrow or next week or next month. Jesus is still Lord over my life. I'm still believing. This is the victory that I have, that nothing, Paul said it this way, nothing can separate me from the love of God. I don't care if the devil killed me, I'd go into heaven. Now, he's not going to. He is not going to kill me. But someday I'm going to die, and if it's before my time, I will go into heaven believing that Jesus is the Christ, believing that I had victory over the world, even though I may not have seen it. Even our faith, the fact that you're still there today, I want to impress that on you. The fact that you're still there, you're still walking in Christ, you're still continuing to trust and believe in him, even though you may not understand. Listen, none of us understand what's going on today. But even though you may not understand, if you still trust him, if you still believe that Jesus is the Lord of your life, then you've already got the victory. Now, let me go to the next verse. It says, who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Let me quickly give you a a couple of things that will release this victory into your life. First of all, 
If you're not born again today, that's not hard to take care of. Uh, the Bible says if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. The Bible says with the heart we believe unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. What does that mean? It simply means that you need to submit your life to Jesus. If you've never done that, you can do that right now. You can say, Jesus, I thank you that you died for my sin. That's, that's the thing. He died for everybody's sin, but it's real to you when you receive that as your own. He died for your sin. And then that second step, you need to turn your life over to Jesus. The word Lord means absolute ruler. But if he's your absolute ruler, he's also responsible for you, isn't he? And so the second step to that, number one, I believe that he died for my sin. I receive him as my savior. And the second step, confession is made unto salvation. That confession is Jesus as Lord. So today, if you have never done that, you have not yet overcome the world. But if you have, you have overcome the world. But if you haven't, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. Confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. But you've got to believe those things. You're turning your life over to Jesus. That's what it really means. That means you do what he says. You, you learn about him. You grow in him. You find a church that teaches Jesus Christ as Lord. You find a church that teaches the word of God. And the more you grow in that relationship, the more the victory that's already yours. I mean, if you pray that prayer for the first time today, right now that victory is yours. If you prayed it like me 50 years ago, right now that victory is still yours. You're still in this thing. You're still in the fight. Hallelujah. My pastor, Dr. B.J. Pruitt, is, is in heaven right now, but he used to say this, I'm never down. I'm either up or getting up. Hallelujah. And so if you've been down, get up. Get back into the fight. Because if you have been born again, you have overcome the world. The second thing, you must believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Now, I kind of touched on that and for those who need to receive him, but for those that are here today and you're listening to me and you're going through troubles and you're going through some trials and there's some pressures in your life, you need to believe that Jesus is still in control. Uh, Hebrews 11.6 is one of my favorite scriptures, and I got stuck on it for a long, long time. It says, if you believe, um, if you want to please God, it, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But he who comes to God must believe that God is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Listen. If you want to overcome the world, you need to start by believing that God is. That man, that struck me, uh, struck me, and I got stuck on it for a long time. God is. If God is, everything is different. If he really exists, if he's really involved in my life, if he's really my Lord, if he's really my Savior, then he is, and he's involved. And if, he, if that's true, everything is different. If that's true, then I have access to supernatural power. If that's true... There's something different in my life that I can, uh, I can turn to in these troubled times that tells me I already have the victory. Jesus overcame the world. Whosoever is born of God has overcome the world. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Son of God actively, currently believes that Jesus is the Son of God. I was teaching on these things in Africa, and God just dropped this into my heart. We have to have an active current, progressive, and growing relationship with Jesus. If we do, 
I mean with him personally. I mean every day. I mean going into the Word, talking to him. Uh, Prayer times that we set aside for God are important. But let me just tell you something. Every time you talk to Jesus, you are praying. And I talk to him all day long, all the time. We need to have an active relationship in the Word. We need to have an active relationship in worship. We need to have a growing relationship with him. If we do, we're going to find that when we face these troubles... What's going to bubble up in our spirit is this. Jesus already came, overcame this for me. Hallelujah. Jesus, what, what is it right now? Get it in your mind. Jesus already overcame it for you today. Hallelujah. And if he overcame it, then I have a path to overcome it myself. That overcome it, coming may mean some different things. That overcoming may mean enduring. That overcoming will ultimately mean uh, that we get the thing that God has for us. We'll talk about some of those things later. But um, I want to impress it on your mind today. God is for you. Nobody can be against you. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you're a whatsoever today, even if you don't think you're good enough to be a whosoever, if you're a whatsoever today, you have overcome the world already. Whatever you're facing, you've got victory over that thing. You need to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. You need to believe in your salvation. You need to believe that he is the Lord of your life. And by faith, you need to receive that victory. Hallelujah. Well, have a wonderful day in the Lord. We just really uh, want to bless you. We want you to know that we're praying for you wherever you may be. Have a great day in Jesus.